Welcome back to the Forever Game Podcast. Um, we're here in the studio today with a couple guests. We are very excited to welcome. We've been their guests way more than they've been our guest. Yes. Yeah, and you'll understand that in just a minute. Mm-hmm. So we've got Nick and Candace Aker. Did I say it right? Aker. Aker. How'd you know you knew that? Ah. Aker. Yep. Nick and Candace. Because I pay attention, I care about people. No, I thought with <laughs> I thought with his mom for oh, duh. a duh. decade. Okay. <laughs> yep. So Nick and Candace are the owners of the Goodness Coffee Shop downtown, where Tyler and I used to park ourselves quite frequently, mm-hmm. working. And over time, we got to know you guys really well, and we're just we're here today to talk about all of the things, life, business, anything. Anything else interesting that we can possibly come up with? Pretty big things. I think that should be enough. And so when I picture, I'm a very visual person. When I said this, I pictured your, your hoops, your life business, and then the massive middle ground that overlaps the two, because you guys are business owners and life partners, husband and wife. So that we're going to get into a little bit. Um, But I think we start with, let's start with, where the heck you you guys grew up and i don't even know if you're from here or not so i'm curious to hear sure well i grew up in alexandria so not too far away but then i moved to wilmer close to seven years ago now to i got a job at the wilmer high school and i taught there for six years so i met her when she was like you were like 22 oh yeah brand i was brand new out of college when Mm -hmm. i moved and tyler was teaching still at the time yes Yeah. yeah Okay. Yep. Yeah. So I met you. Yeah. You set me up with my like whole laptop and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. The summer before my first Spanish year. department was already on Mac. Yeah. By that time. <laughs> yes. They mm-hmm. were ahead of it and they were on top of things because they wanted me to get the whole deal before the school year actually started, which was super helpful. You know, first year teacher. <laughs> getting, <Right. laughs> getting a little head start was great. So right. you were a Spanish teacher. Mm-hmm. How did you choose to do that? <laughs> I, I, honestly always wanted to be a teacher like my whole life okay I would literally set up classrooms like when I was playing when I was like five I would I would want to be a teacher and I'd put little name tags and this kind of thing (laughs) I wanted to do that my whole life and then I loved Spanish when I started it in ninth grade and then it kind of just meshed and then I wanted to be a Spanish teacher and yet, this is what I'm doing now. <laughs> <laughs> that was just fine. Do you use your Spanish every once in a while? You have every to. Every once in a while. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I mean, this wasn't even for someone who ultimately was our customer, but someone came in to the goodness, and he was asking about a restaurant that was applying, and he asked it in Spanish. So I mm. got to, like, kind of direct him to some restaurants that might mm. that might be a little bit more Spanish-speaking and would be, like, I think he was a chef or something. Sure. That was kind of fun. Mm. Awesome. <laughs> I want to use it more, though. That's one piece that I'm like, oh, how can we tie that in to if what all we're doing? If you don't use it, do you lose it? Uh, yes. Okay. I mean, it, it's not like it's going to be gone entirely, sure. but it would be, you know, oiling up the gears a little bit yeah. to get back into it. So For sure. I do a little bit of reading on my own and listen to a Spanish <coughs> podcast every now and then to kind of oh, wow. keep that going. I don't want to lose it. You did do a couple classes too at the goodness for um, learning how to, did you teach those? I remember um, seeing them. I Maybe didn't. You didn't. There was someone who was kind of trying to start up just like a general conversation thing where people could randomly come 
not randomly, they sort of set it up as a, like a weekly thing, but then that must have fizzled out because I haven't seen them okay. come back or advertise. It was sort about. of like a meeting of cultures, that. right? Just yes. like conversations. Was, yeah, yeah, just a talk in yep. Spanish was the idea. But it didn't go on very long. Sure. So it'd be nice to do something like that, I suppose. Again. You could start it back up, Candace. I needed yeah. that like yesterday because I'm yeah. going to Costa Rica next week and I'm to oh, it, very are? ill prepared. That's awesome. Where I just are you don't. Going? Um, we're going to a couple different spots, but Tamarindo for half of the trip. So mm. on the beach. Awesome. Awesome. I studied abroad there. So well, t- we'll, that's we'll have to exciting. talk more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Nick, which languages do you speak? <laughs> uh, English. English. <laughs> that's about it. Perfect. You're just like me. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Yeah. Yeah. So you were born and raised here. Yep. Grew up in Wilmer and actually went to school at Ridgewater. Um, and then I went away for two years and came back and, uh, I spent four years at Lakeland Broadcasting. Oh, you did? Okay. Radio mm-hmm. station in town, um, as a sales rep. Sure. But, yeah. What'd you do at Ridgewater or what did you, what did you think you were wanting to do post-college? Yeah. And when I started at Ridgewater, I started out with exercise science was kind of the direction I wanted to go, mm-hmm. but I mainly went there to get just the general degree. Sure. Um, so I got an AA there. Get your um, generals done. Yep. yep. So then everything could transfer when I went to, I went to NDSU first and then um, spent the rest of my time at MSU in Moorhead. Got it. Yep. I'm a dragon and, and a cobber. I graduated from oh, yeah. two of the three there. Nice. Was going to go to the original NDSU. That's the only college I visited. Yeah. Um, but the day I showed up to visit there, it was 9-11-2001, and I never went on a uh, visit. Oh, the whole wow. campus was shut down. There were, like, fighter jets flying all over the place. Because there's, yes. there's an Air Force base there, too. Oh, wow. wow. So it was wow. nuts. But, yeah, then I was like, eh, I'll just go to the other college that I've never been to. That's what I did. <laughs> that seems two of reasonable. them. I'll go to both of the ones I haven't been to. <laughs> seems yeah. Seems reasonable. Uh-huh. <laughs> nice. So how'd you guys meet? Well, this is tie-in. I got the job in Wilmer at uh-huh. the Wilmer High School, and his mom teaches at the Wilmer High School. And I think I had been there for a year, and you had just moved back to Wilmer. And it sounds like, you know, you know, teachers lounge talk. <laughs> His know. mom and some of my <laughs> some of Juicy my coworkers stuff. were like, "Oh well, yeah, Candace hasn't seen anyone, and Nick just moved back to town." And these maybe women they could talk. Can, can we can we talk about this for a second? <laughs> <laughs> my wife is now that age. Oh, <laughs> whenever I meet like a me meeting new guy friends is like her version of dating. Because mm-hmm. then she's like, well, who, who, are they single? Uh-huh. I'm like, well, yeah, they're single. <laughs> really? <laughs> mm. And then this like matchmaker, matchmaker, uh-huh. like make me a match starts playing in their head. <laughs> and that's all they think about. I don't know why that is, why they're so obsessed with that. Mm-hmm. But, well, I mean, I it's guess it worked out. Thing. It worked out. Yeah. In this case. How did that happen? <laughs> well, for the long, I, it sounds like. There was a span of time, maybe a month or two, where they didn't really know how to actually make our paths cross. <laughs> but they, they were did, they wanted to they totally plot the yes. universe. Okay. And then ultimately his mom asked me for my number. If she could give I it love to her that. son. Asked her help for me. We, we sons need our mommies to do things for us. Yep. Until nice. we find a wife, then the wife does things for us. Yep. Oh my gosh. See, my mom did this without me even knowing. Of course she did. Yeah. 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 She just has to, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> and then, so she gave me Candace's number. Was like, I don't care what you do with it. If you want to call her or whatever, sure. I, just, I want you is. to call her though. <laughs> I <think Yes>. so. <laughs> and I did. And I like am not that guy. I like don't call people. <laughs> I would shoot a text or whatever. But for some reason, like I decided to call Candace, and I was going to go play volleyball that night. Um, this at First Covenant or whatever, and I like called. And left a message. This is a I, blind date phone call. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. the, what the heck? <laughs> I mean, I knew this that gives maybe her anxiety. Call She's me. having help, help, heart palpitations right now. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> I just said, "Hey, I got your number, and if you want to meet up for a cup of coffee sometime, that'd be awesome." And then I um, turned it off and threw my phone in the back of the car. <laughs> and I kept it cashed. Because I was like pretty scared. If you do no, want to, great. Not no big deal. Like, no, whatever. Yeah. Okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and then we actually, we went to the goodness for the first time for we first met. first time. Oh yep. my gosh. Wait, how many years ago was that then? That now. was in 2016. So fall of 2016. So close to six years ago. Six almost. years ago. Mm-hmm. How cool. Yeah. yeah. Love at so first yeah. sight or what the heck? Well, I feel like we hung out that first time and then we went hiking like the next week. And then I think after that, we like literally, we met up in some way every single day after that. I think. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And then got married like the next year. Oh, was quick. wow. Yeah. yeah. Quick one. Yeah. So I suppose kind of love at first sight, so to speak. Maybe not for him. <laughs> Well, I mean, we liked each other. We yeah, liked we hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. Instant, like, chemistry right. connection yeah. kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. So. Worked out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We guys are pretty simple creatures, though. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. we know what we like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. Um, okay. So, first date is there. Well, date, you know, healthy discussion, whatever you want to call it. Um, is that the goodness? And then you still taught for quite a few years. I did. Until yes. 2020? Until 2021. 20, this is my first year that I haven't taught. Oh, so okay. what is oh first graduating year. 2022 graduating year. Yes. So, I, yeah, I was, hasn't even been a full year that I right. haven't been teaching. Yeah. Yeah. So 2021 was my last. Anyway. Yep. Yes. Yep. I think we got to figure it out. <laughs> I know you always wanted to be in business in some way. Mm-hmm. And why do you I, know that? Well, we talked about this. Some of us do prep for a podcast. <laughs> you just show up and you're like, here I am. Set all this stuff up. Tell me when to start. But um, you were always kind of interested in it, at least like from our previous discussions. And then you had, you said like, I knew I wanted to run a business and I thought maybe I'll buy one. Like that's what you told me the first time. Was that always what you wanted to do or did you try other things? Well, I've, I've always had like tons of ideas. Sure. Um, I always thought it would be just like a side hustle. Mm-hmm. And then after our son was born, he was born. And then like literally the next day they announced the stay at home order. So wow. I started working from home. And so we got to spend like a ton of time at home together talking about stuff. And it just kind of like started to evolve to like, why does it have to be just a side hustle? Like, could it be our full-time thing? And then, yeah. And then the goodness came up for sale, or, or I guess we noticed it or whatever, and just kind of started digging into that. Hmm. Yeah. Were you right away like, this is the one? That. Or was it like, I mean, did you ever want, did either of you ever want to run a coffee shop or own one? I, I don't never think had so. in my mind. We never too. had thought about it. <laughs> yeah. Not, you know, actively at least. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's like always been ideas like, and he'll tell other people that he's like, oh, you can, you can make that into a business. You know, you could sell that or whatever. He's <laughs> always got all of these ideas. Well, now you got a whole bunch of people coming into your place all the time that you can tell this to. <laughs> yeah, right. right. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so, but then it was a re- it was a really big decision to try to figure out like, well, yeah, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Like, the previous owners had to, like, they had to totally close down for a little while. I guess they didn't technically have to, but when you can't have people inside your coffee shop, it's really hard to make it make sense to keep it open. So, we were buying it from not open at all, Mm -hmm. and it was, it was definitely a lot of thought and What did, what did some of those conversations look like? What are we talking about? Who brought it up first? Yep. I feel like, so we were like into real estate for the longest time. We were like going to do the rental game and whatever. Mm -hmm. And I think we saw it on like realtor.com or Zillow or whatever that their business was for sale. I never even thought that you could list the business on And not the property. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that's when the conversation started. It's like, wow, we could buy the goodness for, I think at the time it was like 68,000 or whatever. It's like. That seems fairly manageable. <laughs> sure. And, mm-hmm. um, but then I think that was that maybe before Asher was born. That was before we had seen it at one point, but we were about to have a baby, and it was just like now's not the time. That's probably still a little too much. We're not uh, too much to be sure about it. Just had a baby. Sure. You guys are in your twenties. <laughs> That's a lot of money. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. So. Then after Asher, our son, he's almost two now, was born, we noticed that the price had come down. Had to, So it, like, was almost, like, half down. Yeah. So we really started thinking about it then. Okay. And I don't know exactly how our conversations went. We talked to the real, like, we talked to the realtor, we talked to the owners. uh, Nice people. Oh, Mm -hmm. Yes. Great people. Justin Paffrath was super helpful. Like we had never obviously looked at business financial statements or anything like that. So yeah. he kind of explained like this is what you should look at. And sure. Like this is what you should consider, and these are questions you should ask and stuff like that. So I feel like he made things very not easy, but like much more manageable, understandable um, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Well, I certainly didn't know you could ask for like the financials of a business for the last how many years would they give you. What is traditionally done? Do you know? Um, I think we got two years. Two okay. years. Yeah. yeah. So you can just like look at what the sales were, what the payroll was. Sure. I certainly didn't know that was a part of it. Mm-hmm. So that was, mm-hmm. we learned a lot. The right due away. diligence <laughs> part. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't have even thought. So I think that was probably Justin Paffrath yeah. helped us with that. But I guess to go back to the conversations, I think mm-hmm. when we were looking at this stuff, we were both like kind of at that place with our jobs that we were like, this is not going to be a forever thing for yeah. us, for either of us. Mm-hmm. And um, just with all the time that we were spending at home and like kind of seeing what we really wanted was that time together um, and with our son and whatnot. And I don't know, it just seemed like things kind of started rolling in that direction yeah. at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you say? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. It felt like an opportunity to tackle something pretty yes. pretty big together at the yes. very least. Mm-hmm. It felt like an opportunity because there was another there were a couple of other businesses in Wilmer that were listed at that point, but they were like, you know, 
seven hundred thousand dollars. A couple like, extra zeros on there. Literally <laughs> yeah. no way. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Like if we want to start this business game, this is probably the best deal that we'll be able to get. Just like real estate, you can't start off. I mean, we learned this too. Like, <laughs> you know, there that space, that original space that we really wanted, it was just double what we should probably buy. Mm-hmm. Even though if it was five years from now and it came up for sale and we'd already owned some other property, it could turn into, it's hard to skip levels. Sometimes you got to start small. You got to have that first rental before you can have five, mm-hmm. yes. you know? And so that, that kind of makes sense in your big business dreams. Um, mm-hmm. So you were always thinking about it. I've done also more research too, <laughs> but your family's pretty traditional. Pretty traditional. Oh yeah. So like teacher, be a teacher, safe. Hundred mm-hmm. percent safe. Mm-hmm. Not a high ceiling, but super safe floor. Yes, right. Super safe floor. You know, a respectful job. Such a respectful job, industry. Yes, yeah. and you know, help the kids. All that good stuff. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and uh, I think also I, I hadn't even really honestly thought about not just as far as an occupation, but any other kind of like larger dreams very much like I remember we had been married probably four or five months and he's like yeah so what do you dream about doing one day <laughs> he asked me something like that and I'm like I don't know Dreams don't belong Dream? in education like, I, I literally <laughs> had, did not have an answer and so I've been growing in that area of like yeah how do I dream what what would I even dream about if I did? What dream? do I want out of this life? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Pushing yes. yourself on what's possible. And putting the the rules aside that have been there for reasons, but maybe yep. those reasons don't need to apply to me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that's been a really big, I don't know, big shift in my personal Mindset life. shift. Yeah, my personal yeah. life that's affected us being able to do the business for sure. And it yeah. is, It is a... Uh, for people that are, most teachers, most of the teachers in that building that are still there where you and I used to be, they've been in education since they were five. Mm-hmm. They've never left. And that's their whole world. And that's okay for some people. You know, like if I look at someone like Mr. Hovland, the psychology teacher, like he's phenomenal and like is always doing new and different things. And he's okay that the system isn't going to change. He's okay that, you know, like that is his dream like doing cool new things. He builds it in for me. And it was just like, I finally had a mind shift probably like you similar was like, what if I gambled more? You know, what if I like, what's the worst that could really happen? And then who knows? Like, why not take a shot at something different, Mm -hmm. Uh you know? Uh And Mm -hmm. especially when you have like a strong family and things like that, you're like, you know, the whole safe thing um, doesn't seem all that safe if you think like, you know, I have a safe job and all that stuff, but what if some tragedy happened tomorrow? I certainly wouldn't care about like having a safe job, you know, but why not take chances with the other things? I I don't know. That's kind of how I rationalize it is. Mm -hmm. As long as I have that happy, healthy family, can't always control that, but as long as I have that, I'm going to take risks with other things and try to like make a fun, exciting life. Why not? Mm -hmm. And... So I, I don't know, is it similar to you kind of like, yeah, I don't think I've thought about it exactly like that, Yeah, but I, I got into teaching because I, I wanted, I love Spanish. I do like 
explaining, communicating, that kind of thing. I did love being with the students, and that to me is what I signed up for, like that. But that's like, yeah, it's just a fraction of what the real job is. And that part I didn't realize I was signing up for. So I think it's all of those extra things that I made me very anxious or just like dread going to work, even though I worked with great people and whatnot. Those extra things really made me dread going to work. So I think I didn't know if it would be a business or I didn't know if I was going to go to something else. But probably even four years ago, I was like, I don't think I can do this forever. Like, yeah. or, you know, not A little bit of soul, years. like, leaves you every day. Yes. <sighs> yep. When you're just, like, dying for Friday <laughs> afternoon. I know. That's not good. I know. You know. And I used to get the worst just, like, pit of dread in my stomach. Every Sunday night, like, the Sunday scaries, just the worst sure. version. And I was listening to a podcast that was talking about that. And I realized I haven't had that for, I mean, I guess close to a year now. Like, yeah. I haven't really had that. I do, you know, it's the weekend's still awesome. And yeah. Yeah. it's good yeah, to have yeah. time off. But I don't have that same, like, it's like a lighter life, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It's a lighter life. Yes. And like you were saying, some some people still really fit well in mm-hmm. the school and that works for them and they yep. don't they have their lighter life there, but I did not. Yeah. So yeah. Nick, did you have a similar experience transitioning from your job with the broadcasting station to then <laughs> doing what you do now, I should say. As far as like you you dreaded go to going to work, or you just knew that there was something else you wanted to pursue. Yeah, I mean, I really liked the people I got to work with, and like my clients mm-hmm. when I was at the radio station. But the work was not energizing mm-hmm. at all, and I, it just wasn't for me. Sure. And yeah, so when we moved on to the coffee shop, that was like a new day every day. Mm-hmm. Like had no idea what we were doing and. <laughs> Like physically yes. or like <laughs> mentally with entrepreneurship. <laughs> uh, still don't some days, I guess, honestly. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I don't think like it was the same, like where I dreaded going to work, but it just wasn't filling me up anymore. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. If you're sometimes if you're an idea person too, it's like once you've figured out how it all works and like, okay, now I just kind of kind of maintain and like, you know, maybe try to sell like a new client, but otherwise I'm just kind of like just, you know, maintaining this thing. That's not enough for some people. Like some people, yeah, ne- exactly. it needs to be more problems to solve. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to put that into words, but hearing that is kind of like what I was thinking. It's not like it's easy, but it's like it's the same process yes. over and over and mm-hmm. over again. And mm-hmm. I don't want to do that every day. Yep. Yeah. Some people are built like that though. Some mm-hmm. people like to... My wife is a good example. Like when I ask her, like, what do you want to do in 30 years? You know, when I was thinking about leaving and I've been thinking about leaving for a while and uh, she's like, well, what do you mean? Kind of like you, Mm -hmm. I want to be doing what I'm doing now. I'm like, really? (laughs) That sounds like death. (laughs) You know, even just knowing like that I'm going to be doing this same, even having an answer for exactly what I'm going to be doing in 30 years and where I'm going to be. I don't like that. I don't like knowing. And, Mm -hmm. and, and so when I left, it was like, it was super freeing in that when you're starting and building something like you guys are with the coffee shop too, you can have your CPU of your brain running 24 hours a day and there's always going to be more to work on. 
Mm. Like more problems to solve. And what if we did this? What if we got a trailer? You know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Wow, then, you did research. I what know. the heck? I just found out this thing that well, we'll get to. See, when I talk said. with people, they actually listen. So <laughs> that is, that's the difference. I haven't seen these guys in for quite some time. <laughs> I'm joking, obviously. But <sighs> um Yeah. We'll take it back. We'll take it back no, to Well, so I want to get back to all right, so you both know that you want to do something else. You're talking about buying this business, but we're in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> Yet, you guys say, let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like we didn't know what we were saying <laughs> exactly. yes to at the time. Exactly. Had we known, I don't think we would have said yes. That's the Had we known how long this longer. thing was going to go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We thought that, I honestly thought the pandemic stuff was going to be over by August. Yes, most people did. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we did. So it's like, this is not even going to be a problem. It'll be a yeah. month. We've got the summer. The people can be outside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, we'll take it slow because it won't be so busy. So we have time to learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That was good, I think, in a way. <laughs> <laughs> Would have been nice to just come in first day, like a huge rush. But yeah. but yeah, had you learned. not, have, having having your child makes it different. Because if you didn't have a child and if it was just you two and you weren't pregnant or anything, you don't need to be as prepared to jump into something like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, once you have, like, we're, we're responsible for this other life right. that, like, relies on us for everything, we got to make sure. So how did you prepare? Was it, you don't have to talk about numbers or details, but probably to prepare financially. You probably had to, you know, talk with yeah. family and friends. And how did that all go? Uh, so, like, financially, we went down to a one income family and that worked out fine we were able to budget with the one income and like sure just we hers hers while she was teaching yeah yeah yeah. didn't get to live like we did before but looking back i wish we would have done it like four years ago sure first got married um when you didn't have to pay for a little yeah 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 Yeah. when we still had two (laughs) (laughs) not three mouths yes yeah a little one yeah um but I don't think we knew, like, how much time it was really going to take to, like, to learn everything, to figure it out, and then to be, like, standing on our two feet walking forward. Mm-hmm. Because that took quite a while, I think, to really understand what we were doing. Mm-hmm. Well, and we, we debated the pros and cons of if he would leave his job kind of the first year or if I would mm-hmm. and whatnot. We debated that for a while, trying to figure out what would have been best. We also we also wonder too what would have happened had we both left our jobs and both of us could have like been one hundred percent in and I wouldn't have been divided over with my teaching job. Yeah. What would have that been like? We of course we'll never know, but uh, mm-hmm. we think about that. Like what mm-hmm. would have happened had we said we don't need to prepare. <laughs> I don't know. Could have been bad. Could have been really bad. <laughs> you know, you probably wouldn't ended up taking other jobs to make it work. Well, yeah. <laughs> you would have been right back where you were. Yeah. yeah. We'll still say that too. Like we can always, you know, and thankfully every place is hiring. So we, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we like, feel like we can. If you want to pitch else. the sale of your coffee shop on here, let us know. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah, no, but. Things are uh, looking up. I yeah, I believe that. How for long sure. did it take, though, actually, for you to, you know, you bought the business, you're you're running the thing, you're like, 
trying to so hard get your head above water to some degree so like, like find the edge are you trying to learn how to make yeah. are you at this point trying to learn how to make a latte or like where do we uh, have the barista training coming in yeah that would have been like the day after we signed the check we're learning <laughs> yeah. how to make the lattes <laughs> yeah i still don't yeah. know <laughs> you don't need to know i know i don't yeah. no we'll i get a divine latte yep yeah but like what does that look like because because you said it took much longer than expected yeah, um, learning, like, the mechanics of being a barista, I think that took, like, two or three months, probably. And thankfully, the the previous owner's kids stayed on to work for us, so they taught us how to do everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was, like, two or three months. But then at the same time, we were having to learn how to, like, do the books. Run and, like, a business. bills uh-huh. and all that stuff, which I think made it, like, really hard that we weren't there together every day. Sure. Sure. Um, yeah, I definitely felt like being divided. Like I cannot, I can't do anything. I literally can't, you know, help this customer while he continues to tackle whatever or vice versa. Sure. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of long hours that first year of Mm -hmm. when I got done, he would still need to be working or I'd need to be doing something. I think the turning point though was like March. You know, when we Last. like opened up year? to be later mm-hmm. than our original hours, we opened up till to be six to six. And I think that was like our first real decision, like our decision to mm-hmm. make this change at the coffee shop. And I think that kind of gave us some confidence maybe to start doing things a little bit differently. And we've slowly been kind of growing more in that confidence to now. I like I believe that we've kind of like entered into that coffee experts arena kind of a sure thing where we really know what we're doing when it comes to coffee and can kind of make good changes to the yeah business. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 and we know yeah we just know what it is a little bit better mm-hmm. and we've got a handle i think also when did we start actually paying ourselves for the hours that we work it was, it was may i think may of last year so that was also a really huge turning point so a year as well so yeah, yeah. a year we had bought it in july and paid ourselves in may mm-hmm. yep yeah. Yeah. That's a fun little thing to do, but you feel guilty about it. Yeah. I felt guilty. <laughs> I I was the last one of my employees to sign up for automatic deposit. Mm. Because I was like, well, if I get printed checks, I can always just like stack them up and there'd be like a stack of them in my truck. Mm. And I could have like, we had the money to de- for me to deposit them all. But like, what if something happened? You know? And so I just like stacked them all there. And finally I like made the decision like about 30 days ago. I was like, all right, no more. Like this is now part of it and I'm not going to go back and we have to figure it out. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and you shouldn't feel guilty about it, but you do yeah, the money. You see sure. the money come out of the business and you're like, Oh, but, but the there. money, the business needs that money, but I need that money, but the business needs that money. You know, <laughs> I know. Isn't that weird? <laughs> it is. It's something it is that you never thought would happen, but right. Yeah. Right. But it also feels great. Cause I remember I would just like, I usually run the payroll and like, well, also this was another huge turning point. When we started paying ourselves, we were paying ourselves for half the hours we worked. <laughs> yes. Okay. So then we started That's paying familiar. ourselves in like what, November for all of our hours? Or was it maybe October? Yeah, I don't remember. I don't know. More recently, fairly recently, we actually started paying ourselves for all of our hours <laughs> that we worked. And I remember just like 
when I would run the payroll when we were only pay- we were paying ourselves but only half and it was like I know that both of us have worked like triple everyone yes. on our payroll and yeah. somehow like our paycheck is like literally the smallest <laughs> yeah. of all of them. Something doesn't make sense. So it does feel really good to be like, wow, we're actually paying ourselves what we think our people are worth too. So it's kind of a yeah. self-respect thing, even though it's, you feel guilty about it. But It's, it's like, like a business maturing thing. Yeah, our business yeah. is mature enough and solid enough where mm-hmm. we now, even if we're not profitable after all of that, you know, after we pay everyone, at least we're breaking even now. Right. That's a big step. Right. You and know? that we're paying our people what they're worth. Yes. We're paying ourselves what we're worth. Yes. Yeah. That's like the starting point. Mm. You know? Yeah. It it is a maturity. That's what it, yeah. it that's what it is. It feels mature. It feels good to like <laughs> yes. be at that place. It does. <laughs> okay. Real question here. Yeah, you can go. Um, every job, especially owning and running a business, is stressful. And there can be differences of opinion and conflict. Thankfully, for 99% of us, we can go home and like (laughs) unload a little bit. I unload with my wife. She reflects back and helps me or tells me things I don't want to hear. But I have to listen to it anyway because she's right. Um, You guys go back and it's the same person you were with all day. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Want to elaborate on that? (laughs) How? I think it's a work in progress for sure. Oh, yeah. Like we're not there yet, but I think we're getting better at like this, like zone of like our zone setting know? boundaries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that and like this is what Candace is really good at. So she gets uh, to make the decisions over. Oh here. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was also mm-hmm. going to ask a question in regards to that. Yeah. Yeah. And like when it comes to that stuff, like her opinion matters maybe more than mine. I mean, we can still talk about everything, but, like, I think we maybe defer to you on that. And then, like, other stuff, um, like, with the trailer we're working on right now, I've been kind of spearheading that project, so then maybe that's kind of, like, my zone right now. Or Yeah, I don't know. I think that's where we're trying to go, at least. But it's pretty Mm -hmm. imperfect. (laughs) It is. Well, it's a human thing. It's not math. Yeah. You know? It's not math. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lots of kind of... I don't know. We have to get down into like the it's it's also a very emotional like a very like emotional kind of thing where it's like this bothers me that you suggested this after I like spent my whole day, my day off yesterday on this thing and now you're whatever critiquing this. So it's it's not really about the problem all the time. It's like no way. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's never about the problem really. <laughs> So we have to get through that. That's a big piece of it is the actual relationship. And then you kind of can handle, handle. okay, yeah, this did need to be changed, but I didn't want to hear it yet uh-huh. kind of a thing. So those are, and that happens both ways. Where yeah. so, But that is also a really big thing. We kind of divide, defined our roles a little bit more. Like he's the CMO. He does all of our marketing, basically. He'll talk to me a little bit about it, but basically he does it. Sure. I basically do the I didn't know Nick did all that. Yeah. Way to go, Nick. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I do the finances. I do the payroll, but we we talk about it. What what are some other roles that we've defined? Um, I think, like, in the shop, you've kind of kind of take over, like, management stuff of, like, 
scheduling and all that stuff. Um, the staff sort of communication, yes, HR side of things. Hours, yeah. Conflicts. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. There's never yeah. any conflicts. What are we talking about? Not at the goodness. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That's Coffee at Starbucks. That's at Starbucks. <laughs> Get that Starbucks off stuff out of here. Yeah. yeah. It's a work in progress, like you said. It's. I think, like, Candace is so good at to-do lists. Like, she, like, ha- probably has lists of every last thing that we really need to get done. And <laughs> I am not good at that. I'm, like, really good at avoiding things that I don't want to do. So <laughs> Candace is constantly like, hey, we got to do this. We got to do this. got to do this. And I'm like, I don't want to do this. I'm so trying like, not to think about that. It's <laughs> a lot. Yeah. So that doesn't work very well. Uh, that one out. That's exactly it. I'm trying not to think about that. Yeah. <laughs> so we need that though. People like us need that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, like my home wife and my work wife are similar in that regard. They're like, did you ever call Bethany and tell her the podcast didn't work that we recorded? <laughs> and I'm like, shoot. Uh, uh, maybe. Uh, uh, <laughs> Otherwise, I would just not do it. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And then I'm forced to do it. Um, the list makers and the pushers. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. But I think yeah. like also that knowing like how important it is, she's kind of helping me get better at it too. Like to like focus on building that muscle of like getting things done when they need to get done, whether I like it or not. Discipline. It's kinda, yeah. It's kind of like working out your pinky toe. It's just, <laughs> it's really weak right now. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, funny. it's gotta be done. Yep. Yeah. There are people that work in waves of, we talk about this all the time, Mm -hmm. waves of inspiration and like Mm -hmm. shiny object syndrome and Mm -hmm. can be super productive, like add tremendous value in short spurts, but then they have like a hangover where it's like needs to go away a little bit and they need to like recharge. Um, And then there are people that are more like, I would say most good teachers are like, a stable. Mm-hmm. They build Mono. systems that they are happy just to kind of manage. Manage the system, make it a little bit better. Not nothing crazy, but just manage it well. You know, like here are the things we have to do. Ding, 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 ding. And then um, you need both. Both are very, very important and valuable for sure. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's the same reason why I think people work well together personally is. There's got to be one crazy one and there's got to be one sane one. <laughs> there's got to be one that's like, you know what? Let's just rent a van and like drive out to the Rocky mountains. And then there's gotta be one that's like, mm, okay, well I like that. But what if we, you know, drove a nice car instead, you know, like good decisions <laughs> yeah. that way. And yeah. both people, we both need each other, both groups. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So you so guys have true. a good team. So true. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. he's the, definitely the big idea of Maybe the crazy one. Can I say that? <laughs> which is also the, which is also the fun one. I'm gonna say. Just so you know. <laughs> different fun, kinds of fun. Different <laughs> yeah. kinds of fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Different kinds. Yeah. So he yeah. has all these ideas, and I'm immediately thinking details and like, how are we gonna do this? How are we gonna add it in to all the details we have to do right mm-hmm. now? And he's like, well, s- we'll do it someday. You know, we'll figure it out. Yeah, but we're already talking about it now, so. We- and I think we used to have a, that's somewhere where we've grown. We used to have a lot of tension on that kind of like dream big and detail conversation. We used to have tension there where one of us, if we're talking about details, he would feel really anxious. And if we're talking about really big things, I would feel really anxious. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and we kind of figured that out. It's so normal. 
And yeah. yeah, so now it, it's helpful. I don't know if we've changed our language about it or if we just know that that's what You've happens. You've started to value the other person's skill set mm. in that it mm. sharpens yours. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you get to that point, I feel like that's a, then you're like just starting <laughs> and you can go, you know, but otherwise like I would get annoyed when I would like bring up like cool big ideas. And my wife would be like, well, bubbly, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well, we'll figure all that out. Stop. You know, like that doesn't matter. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. The times that I would say that, but they are important mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you have to have the baby steps to get, you know, climb the mountain sort of thing. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm realizing there's so much, there's so much overlap <laughs> between our situations here mm-hmm. in the roles nice. that we play every day mm. in both here and there was more of the the overall business yeah thing. detail organization yeah you know he's no. being sarcastic yeah, he no. is the idea like, person no. is that what i meant <laughs> yeah no the opposite but yeah there was a there was a book the, the you sent me like a she took a screenshot or picture of a whole page of a book and circled the whole page and read like i needed to know it was also the page that was indicated which was the only one in the photo but and said and it was a whole article remember this uh-huh. it was i think it was called like the leap or it's, it's called the leap or are you an entrepreneur is some kind of book. I can let you guys know. It's super easy to read. I have two copies and he gets to a point where he talks about, um, if you're the entrepreneur, these are characteristics like you. And he describes people like us mm. and how we think about money afterwards. The goal is like, we'll figure out that first. Like we, we need to buy this. We got to buy it. Cause it's mm. part of a big goal. Well, hold on. And it talks about the value of that. You need an operator. Mm. So there's the, mm founder or entrepreneur then there's an operator and you need the operator and so both need each other you know and uh that was enlightening for me for sure that was probably two years ago mm-hmm. um yeah what book is that i i know what you're it's, talking it's about. a red covered book yeah. it's a super easy read where did we find that like oh, dang it we'll think of it after yeah i'll i'll we'll find put it, it in the show notes show notes <laughs> that's what they say on the important podcast that's right that's what they do you're right i never go to the show notes so i don't know <laughs> oh if you that's need good em. to know <laughs> um so yeah. if you had to define now that you've said you've got i mean it's still new like the business still feels gotta mm. feel kind of new did you find it entrepreneurial leap by um, gino wickman yeah gino, gino wickman. wickman he I, wrote another book right yeah yeah the, yeah yeah what that he wrote in eos the whole eos system yeah is it traction or traction something? yeah yes oh. okay. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i actually talked to him on the phone for probably an hour really? he was willing to be on our podcast but i kind of forgot about that detail sure you did and uh he wanted to talk to our class on a zoom or my ceo class about it um, if we bought 50 books, I think it was 50 or a hundred or something. Oh yeah. No, I do remember, you remember that. that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, um, that's maybe, cool. maybe you can be there for that one. That would be awesome. Yeah. 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 Maybe that's the live podcast. Yeah. That'd except he won't be live, but we can no, be live. We could have on our big screen. Yeah, yeah. sure. Why not? Great. Good idea. Um, so I'm curious to hear that you've gotten your roles a little bit more defined, um, within your business and have had some time to get acclimated like how does it impact like what candace loves about her work and how does it impact what nick loves about the work hmm. Hmm. that is a really good question i feel like for me i do love like getting into the flow of the day as a barista and like being able to table the to-do list of you know, need to verify this thing, need to send this email, need to 
order all this stuff or whatever. I love being able to get into the flow of the day and talk to customers, like make drinks, make food, and that kind of thing. That's really the, the thing that I enjoy the most, I think. But I think the reason that I can enjoy and, and it's possible to get into the flow of the day is because we've been working so much on the system. So then yeah. at the same time, it, I enjoy f- like formulating, putting together, uh, writing down a thing that I want everyone to, you know, a s- procedure to do this. You know, how do you take an order or how do you make a drink? A procedure to do that to make everything run so that. I can be in the flow when I'm working and everyone yeah. else can be too. So I think it's. There's something to that. Yeah. The finished product is like being in the flow of the workday as a barista, but it comes from everything else. Yeah. It's like the peace of mind that comes from having systems mm-hmm. going on in the background that you've built and feel good about. Mm-hmm. And now you're like, I get to enjoy the thing. Yeah. I get to enjoy doing like the community side of the business basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Because systems are just recurring checklists that, oh, this mm-hmm. problem came up, ding, 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 ding. Like, the problem yes. could be someone orders a divine latte. And you're like, oh, bum, bum, bum. like, mm-hmm. I know exactly what to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that list is right there. It is. Yeah. Well, I'm just, you know, well, that's kind of what systems are. Oh, yes, <laughs> I know. <laughs> and yes, what about exactly Nick? It. Yeah, I think um, the part I love most is, like, getting to meet with, people that like are going to help us grow the next part of our business. Like this trailer that we've been working on has been, yeah, I think we can get into that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, It's been really fun to like connect with new and people I've already known for a long time on like how I can help them, how they can help me kind of a thing. It's like we have this new trailer coming and, um, kind of like setting up the schedule with that has been cool. Like, um, I met with Joanna, and we're Perfect. we're gonna be out here. This is April business 1st development. Okay, wait. I know I'm freaking pumped, but back up just a bit for listeners that don't know what's happening with you know the next endeavor of the goodness. What's what's going on? Yeah, we had a mobile coffee trailer built, um, so we're kind of in the process right now of moving all the equipment in and like officially getting it running. Um, but April first is like our first gig. Launch day. Midwest here. Um, it's every Friday in April. Um, and then, <laughs> uh, you know, I've been able to meet with quite a few different people about possibly being on like First Street and like um, we have hopes to meet with the hospital. Hi, Viz, high traffic areas. Yeah. Well, because that's a marketing tool, right? As there. beautiful as the building where you operate your business is <laughs> and how cool it is, if you just drive down First Street and Wilmer for people that don't know, I don't know how many coffee shops there are, but there's a ton of them. Mm-hmm. Right on First Street. Mm-hmm. So that's one hard thing. And I know you guys have mentioned this before is like, we're only four blocks away, but it's hard. You know, this traffic yeah. on what is that, Litchfield? Or, uh, yeah, Litchfield yeah. Avenue. Litchfield yeah. has got it, was what, maybe a 20th of First Street? You know, mm-hmm. I don't know what the numbers are, but it's probably something like that. Yeah. And you vote, you said, like, I, as much as we love our space, we need to be able to be more high visible. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's so. I want to hear when did that idea come to you, and why did this pursuit start? Of we got to find a trailer. Yeah, it was like a year ago. It's kind of when it first popped up. I think I was like 
on Instagram, just like looking at different coffee stuff. And I saw this mobile truck in California. I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. I mean, it looks cool and you can go wherever you want. And we were kind of in the process too of talking about our finances at the goodness and like the overhead. Mm-hmm. And, um, rent and payroll are like the two biggest overhead that kind of kill us each month. And the trailer is going to help like decrease that almost entirely. Um, a lot of the spots that we get to go are going to be free, so, like, rent-free. And in the trailer, we'll only need two people. Um, and so that was kind of part of it. And it was – so it was, like, about a year ago when we started talking about it, and it was just an idea. And then I think in June is when we started, like, actually doing something about it. We went and found a company down in Georgia that builds concession trailers and started talking to him and – had one built, and then they delivered it, was it like October? Maybe November, yeah, yeah. October, November. For the snow food. Yeah. And so <laughs> suddenly now you have, you added your square footage without adding to your rent. Oh, granted, you got to pay for the thing, Yeah. Mm-hmm. but it's different paying for that because you own it. Mm-hmm. You could mm-hmm. sell it if you needed to. Yeah. You know, like it's right. it's something you have of equity. Um, so tell us a little bit about like what your strategy is going to be for that. Yeah, I know you mentioned Men West. Is it like, you're going to have like a recurring schedule that you're going to try to hook up with or yeah i think so um for here we're starting out just one month we're going to see what happens how it goes sure and um if it goes really well probably every friday yeah um i'd like to be kind of in one location though most of the time okay kind of have a consistent location i don't know we haven't really talked about the details of like marketing it yet because like i know a lot of food trucks will they have like an Instagram or Facebook sure. and they'll tell people where they're going to be that day and from what time. So I don't know if we need to create like a separate Instagram account or something like that just for the trailer. Um, or if it'd be better just to be in the same spot every day, if, if that's possible. Or um, at least every, you know, every Monday in the same spot, every mm-hmm. Tuesday in the same spot. Yeah. yeah. Kind of a thing. Yeah. The opportunity yeah. seems really big where it seems like if it works well, like we'll have another trailer going. Hopefully. Okay, so they have 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 multiple, and yeah. suddenly then you can go to a different community if you wanted mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What's yeah. the licensing like for that? Is there anything specific? Uh, we do have to get a. Well, it's you have to. Ev- everything has to be up to health code for sure. Right, right. To get your license, and I actually have that on my to do list <laughs> to finalize. <laughs> We've already had the health inspector come out and look oh, at great. it and all of that good stuff, but I'm sure there's an extra fee. It doesn't sound like it's very, it is more like in Candy, Ohio County, it's a certain amount of thing. It doesn't seem like it has a lot of restric- restrictions or it's not very expensive. Um, but once you go outside of your county or like okay. especially in the Twin Cities, it sounds like it's more competitive almost to get a license or something. Sure. Well, I think there will be more uh, city ordinances and like uh, regulations coming in the future just because there's no... There isn't really any food trucks in Wilmer yet. Right. So they just haven't had to deal with it yet, I'm guessing. So, yeah. The magic two words, grandfathered in. That's what you want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. grandfathered in. Yeah. Um, no kidding. My mind is, like, way off on a tangent about this little goodness uh-huh. <laughs> that you have and how you can market it. She wants to name it. and she wants to. Oh, I'm uh, already thinking of names in my head, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. But I love it. Hi, Jennifer. Thank I want to. <laughs> I want to get back into the conversation. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, 
the, I guess if my initial reaction is I would keep your same Instagram account. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Mm-hmm. I would too. And then, um, until you've built up enough demand and you feel like it's a necessity to I have a separate it, channel. I think mm-hmm. it also adds to the brand of the goodness too. If yeah. that's in the same channel, mm-hmm. if people like that and they like, you know, seeing you out and they're like, Oh, I've never even actually been to the downtown one. I wonder what that's like. You know, it's mm-hmm. almost like a way for you to go out and reach people with your satellite trailer. Give them a little taste. They like it, you mm-hmm. know, like you. And they're like, oh, instead of stopping at wherever, I'll, I'll go check out where is your place again? You know, like yeah. mm-hmm. that seems like a like a natural kind of fit. That would be cool, you yeah. know. That's definitely something. We do want it to itself do well, you know, have a lot of sales, that kind of thing, but also bring more people to our downtown location. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Make yeah, we're actually in the process too of rebranding instead of the Goodness Coffee House. It's just a small change to Goodness Coffee Company. Oh, so cool. It'll encompass mm-hmm. the trailer. Goodness uh, Coffee Co., yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. the coffee house. You know, we hope to kind of keep making our online uh, presence a little bit more, uh, selling t shirts and mugs and all that stuff. Was the Goodness a nonprofit at one point? Why, am I, why is that in my head? It was. Okay. It, um, I believe when they started the coffee shop, it was going to be a nonprofit coffee shop, but then there was a th- something wasn't able to actually be nonprofit with, with mm-hmm. the way that the coffee shop was I set see. up. Yeah. Okay. And so then they had the nonprofit beside the coffee yeah, shop. Yeah, so they had both. Okay. So yeah. like okay. they had a 501c3 and then they had LLC okay. maybe? Mm. Yeah. Something LLC, to that. I think. Yeah. Okay. And they still have the goodness nonprofit too, I think. I don't know the last time they they did something with it. It was like they do um, like friendship meals where you kind of like meet with people that speak different languages and share a meal sure. to kind of like create community that way. Yeah. I think, right? Mm-hmm. That's what they've done in the past. Yeah. And of course the pandemic kept that yeah. from happening. Yeah. So it might be a little bit w- before they want to recharge it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it's awesome. Can I ask you guys about like, imposter syndrome and when you learned about that and did you ever experience i know you talked about like we actually know we're like we don't feel like we're faking <laughs> it anymore was that tough at all or what how how did you guys react differently to this because you're two different kinds of people hmm. you go first on this question <laughs> like do you mean as an entrepreneur or as like a coffee person see i've never really experienced it much hmm. but i know a lot of people do that get into business and um, you know, taking over a coffee shop where if you've never made a latte to the day after you buy it, when you said, I, we feel like coffee experts now. Yeah. Mm. I think like both sides that? of the equation too, though, he's asking about. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Business and coffee side. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was pretty uncomfortable. I think at the beginning that our employees knew more than us. <laughs> um, and that also has kind of created problems even, we have uh, one employee that's kind of helped train us still on staff with us. And I feel like it still is kind of different. It's like, sure. We, we I don't know. Don't we're going to change this. And yeah. then that person's like, wow. Yeah. 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 Different dynamic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I think in that so. sense it's kind of uncomfortable. Um, but then as an entrepreneur, like I still like feel that all the time, like the imposter syndrome where I like, have no idea what I'm doing. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, when I really think about it. <laughs> when I really stop and Remember, think about it. We don't think about things. Remember? That's why we don't that's why we don't stop. We don't think. <laughs> don't stop, don't think, keep going. I think the big unlock for me was I was lucky to tour all those businesses beforehand. These are huge, like international, you know, dozens of millions of dollars a year. They still don't know what the heck they're doing. Mm. And when they're that big acting that way, and they still say, I wake up at 3 a.m. and I'm, I'm convinced it's all going to burn to the ground when I get to the office the next day. When that person says that, you know, at that big where I feel like it's easy to look at someone else and go, oh, they made it. You know, they're not nervous. They still are in the middle of it. You know, mm -hmm. and as an entrepreneur, you're always looking forward at the problems that you need to solve next. You have, you need someone to make you look back and go, see, you've, you've solved quite a bit in your rear, 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 rear mirror that you should be proud of. Mm -hmm. And, um, so it, it, it's like, as soon as I realized that I was like, oh, well, you know, you I hope this helps just, you. It's just part of it's the, just the process. Part of the gig. That's just how it is all the time, <laughs> you know, until you sell your 18 locations of trailers, you know, and walk away with a huge seven figure check. It'll always be that way. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you just gotta like, <laughs> you just gotta like realize like, Oh, I guess it's not just me. It's everybody that is in business. And, uh, that's helped me for sure. Mm. So how are you Candace? Sometimes it feels like it's just sort of like a dream. Like, okay. I'm going to wake up tomorrow. Like we're playing pretend. Yeah, yeah. Like I was playing sort of like teaching. Now I'm playing <laughs> coffee shop running. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that maybe is an imposter syndrome of some sort or just like, is this my real life? You know? So every once in a while that kind of catches me. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is, this is what we really, this is really what we do. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> and uh, I, I don't know. I think, I definitely think the coffee part too, though is and I was not there like talking to the customers for the first year so then I felt like I was a little bit behind even we started sort of behind not really knowing what we were doing of course and then I felt like even an, an extra year behind mm -hmm. so when you know what someone wants to know well how much or coffee should they order if they're if there's 30 people coming to this event and I used to, you know, not know that question. And then I was like, oh, well, let me just have you talk to Nick or that kind sure. of a thing. Mm -hmm. But now I know the answer. And those more specific questions and how to handle unusual customer interactions or something like that, I, I'm building confidence in that for sure. But, yeah, I still don't really know. It's something new every day, mm. which I think is the fun of it. Did you ever what? notice, you guys ever notice anything when someone would ask, you meet someone for the first time, not in your coffee shop, not at the school. And so they were like, well, what do you do? Mm. When did you like start changing your answer? I don't know. That was like an inflection <laughs> point <laughs> for me what a little bit. What even is my when, answer? When do, when do I say, <laughs> when do I stop saying I'm a teacher, I'm a teacher. and I do this now? Mm-hmm. I think in a different question, a lot of people have been like, oh, so you're a barista. And it's like, mm. kind of, sometimes, <laughs> you know. Sure. <laughs> and um, yeah. they maybe don't, like, really understand that it's, like, so much more than that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that is also a bit of it, too, is that I think everyone has 
they at least have an idea of what a teacher is. So if you say, I'm a teacher, then they're it's like, easier. okay, now I know what that is. I know what you do, even though, of course, they probably don't really understand fully. But then when you're like, well, we own our, we own our own business. It's a coffee shop. I think there's still a little bit of that box of like, oh, I've been in a coffee shop. I, I know what you do. Yeah. So I think, <laughs> I think for the majority of the people that we interact with, it's okay if they don't like really know, but it does feel a little bit like, I don't know if the word is lonely. Maybe that's a little too far, but a little bit oh, like- Oh, that's fair, I no feel. No one really knows exactly. I don't even really know how to explain it. <laughs> when we do say what, what it is, yeah. it's, it's not really communicated very yeah. well. And you're like, have a seat. Let me explain this to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on the day, how you describe it to you, yes. right? Yeah. For sure. <laughs> I think that's where it's so important to have people in your circle that understand what you're going through or can relate or advise mm -hmm. or like just support and listen. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. have you found some of those people that you, you know, have brought in as maybe mentors or? I think so. Well, yeah, we had a, a coach for a while. He, oh. We did like six sessions with a coach who like really understood kind of sure. what was going on. I think the dynamic in my family has like changed where like yeah like the if we're at supper at my parents house or something like that they want to talk about like business ideas and like do you guys think about doing this have you mm -hmm. thought about that so that's kind of nice to like have <laughs> people in our corner that want to see us succeed sure yeah and definitely like talking with you guys too i it's a very like vivid memory of mine when we, I think we somehow on our patio, you were there. We somehow had a conversation. We had literally just started paying ourselves for half of our hours. Mm. I don't know. There are a few things that you said that I was like, whoa, he, he gets he it. He gets it. Yeah. Like sure. we're, we're in this. We're you know? poor, but we work all the time. <laughs> yes. He gets it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he's that one of really us. Yeah. That's so funny. It's so true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a um, it's a work in progress though to kind of it, it's I don't know I think friendship is hard all the time and so maybe it's not especially hard as an entrepreneur, but it feels especially hard. Probably well, isn't actually though. <laughs> um, the lifestyle as an entrepreneur versus someone you were when you were working. Mm. What do you like? What do you not like? Because you made a stark mm. change. Mm -hmm. You know, from education to this, that's like. You can't really get further apart, yeah. at least in like sales. Like if you needed to go out and like make a call or visit a client, they'd be like, sure, whatever. You know, it's like, do your thing. I don't know. Maybe they weren't, yeah. but, yeah. and, but we like, ding, bell rings. Where are you at 7.15? Ding, Locked eight o'clock. Yep. Like <laughs> Locked in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I definitely love the freedom of it. I love being able to feel the fresh air at some point during the day, you know, even if it's just from the drive-through window <laughs> sure. or something. Uh, I miss, though, I miss in, like, a little bit the consistency of my schedule. Sure. It Because I used to, for sure, be able to, like, look at my planner every day kind of during my prep and, like, not be interrupted and now I really have to carve that out and sometimes I don't and so then different things that have been put on our calendar I don't review them and then sure. I feel overwhelmed about about it so that 
piece I miss, but I think we're, we're getting better at putting in the stuff that we really, really need and not like the important stuff versus just the urgent stuff. Mm-hmm. So for a while it was only urgent. Put no fires all Every the time. crisis. Get through the day. Yeah. <laughs> Every Monday morning. Well, we used to bake too. That's right. So he mm. would go in and bake. I would come in a little bit later with our like under one year old at this point. It was like point. strapped to your body. I remember you doing that. <laughs> yeah, like, that we did that. <laughs> She's walking around with two humans. <laughs> Whipping together yeah. a latte. She's got ash on the back. Yeah. Yes. And then literally every Monday, I don't even remember what they were, but we would just be like, what is going on? Like <laughs> something's not working. Someone left the freezer door open. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know, thousands <laughs> of dollars of food spoiled, whatever. Oh, yeah, just no. All kinds of things. Now we do not have Monday morning crises. No. We don't have like a lot of crisis yeah. anymore, thankfully. Yeah. Yeah. So somehow we've, we've been able to like, we realize we need to look at the important stuff. So I guess, yeah. Switching back to, like, the question of old life, new life. The old life had a lot of built-in time for figuring out ahead of time what to do with the day. And it didn't always go as planned, but you still had plan. Uh And now we're having to figure out how to build in the planning time or the conversation time. We're still working on that, Mm -hmm. too. Um, What do you mean by conversation time? As in, like... (laughs) Uh, he'll take an order like, oh yeah, we're going to do a nine o'clock delivery in two days and we haven't discussed it at all. And I'm like, so what is it? And we just don't have, sometimes we literally don't have time to be like, well, it's going to be to this place. Gotcha. We got to send an invoice. That kind of a conversation. Gotcha. Business transactions. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess bigger, bigger conversations of like. Business strategy. Yeah. Yeah. Strategy. Mm Mm-hmm what's the overall goal of this product or something like that. What's not working. Yeah. yeah. What's not working. Mm-hmm. I think Those you're very good at that. I, like you love that stuff. To a fault. I think but, sometimes. Yeah. Some things will be work. Things will be working good enough. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to work on this work right here that I'm supposed to do. What if I try to make that better? You know? Yeah. And like, yeah. I shouldn't do that. But, um, you sound but, so much like Nick. That's why I'm laughing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I know that That's when you were talking earlier, I'm laughing because it's like the same, very similar dynamics. But it's very interesting how you you do, depending on how long, like every small business is different, but it's always going to be that mode of like, we're putting out the fires, we're putting out the fires, the fires get, you know, a little bit lower. But it's like, you got to find time to work on your business. Mm-hmm. That yes. is so important. And if it's not prioritized, the sh- the really big ideas that you want to happen are not ever going to happen. Well, and you can't hire people for the big ideas. Mm-hmm. You can hire people to replace your the duties that you're doing hourly. And that's mm-hmm. finally where we're starting to get a little bit. Mm-hmm. As I'm able to actually look at those big things that only I can do as the owner. I'm the only one that can say, we're going to do this new thing. Mm-hmm. Or we're going to stop doing that. No one else has the authority to do that. I'd love if they could, but they just can't. You know? And so when I'm able to replace a lot of that work that I used to do all the time, it's now, it feels a little guilty handing it off, but 
now I can work on that stuff. And it turns out that that's actually the stuff I really like to do. Just like you like this whole new big problem of the trailer. Mm-hmm. It's like a big new adventure, you know? And those are the stuff, those are the things that I like to do too. And one parent that's like sensible and like, you know, consistent and good, that's nice, good, mm-hmm. right? We need that to keep them alive and breathing. <laughs> but you also want to, you also want to, is a couple, you can do this too, is you can say like, show your kid, you can go and build something new. Because mm-hmm. that's what we want for our kids. We want them to like, look at mom and dad because we can tell them to like go take adventures and do all of that. But if they look at you and you're 60 and you, you just like slugged through a job for 40 years, I don't want my kids watching me do that. I want them to watch me go and do crazy stuff and try new things. Cause that's what I want them to do in life, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And that's a privilege. I think that can get overlooked when you're doing this with a kid is remember like they're watching you and how cool is it that they get to see how hard you work and like trying to make a dream out of nothing. Like those are, those are valuable things to pass to your kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's interesting that you say this, I guess we might not ever really know this, but we've been talking about a trailer for a long time and Asher loves a truck that connects to a trailer. He loves that. <laughs> he loves it. And I, I kind of feel like it's maybe because he knows that's what we're doing. And sure. that's what we have. And mm. he hears mommy and daddy talking. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, that's yeah. so cute. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I I don't know. What what do you think is different in your life then? What was the question no. again? <laughs> what from from having the job doesn't matter now. to to doing what you do now, like a couple big changes. Like what have you liked the most? What's been a struggle? Mm. I like like that the work we put in that we're gonna like reap the benefit for. Yeah. In the future. Um, I feel like we don't really have the freedom of entrepreneurship yet. I mean, we do. Like, we don't have to go to work tomorrow if we don't want to, I guess. But <laughs> but I, then also, I, you know what's going to happen yeah. if you don't yeah. go to work, right? Yeah. <laughs> but then, like, the idea of, like, five, ten years from now, like, what's that going to look like? Yeah. I like that there's something to look forward to sure. in that way. Mm-hmm. I feel like something I don't like is, like, you can never turn it off, you know? Never. Like, Never. I saw this guy come in with headphones before work, getting his morning coffee, and I was like, you know, I bet he's listening to something fun. Like, <laughs> I don't remember the last time I listened to a podcast for fun. It was like, it's always been business stuff, you know? Sure. And, or thinking about ideas and how to change this and that with the, the business. And it's like, I don't know. You can't escape it. Yeah, it's tough. I listened to one of the podcasts I listen to for fun is like just this because I'm really into stories and like old stories and like history and kind of, you know, crazy, almost unbelievable things. There's this show called um, it's called the Cabinet of Curiosities. And he tells like super old stories from different regions around the world and the little superstitions that they used to have. And it's only like 15 minutes long, 11 to 15 minutes. But I can like listen to that on my drive. And I totally am engrossed in it. And it's light. It's entertaining. Mm-hmm. I'm like, maybe I'll remember this for like bar trivia one time. But there's no like no practical <laughs> use to it. Um, other than, I guess, in our sense, is how to sell a t- tell a story in an interesting way. That's part of what we do. So I get some of that from there. Yeah, yeah that's but, true. Um, you, you, I, th- I have a fantasy football podcast that I listen to in the season. That's like my getaway as well. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like if you have some shows, you also have a kid. Having a kid that eats up a lot of that time. Yeah. My youngest is now five, and so we've got every year now gets easier for us. 
you know, you guys are now mobile and like, that's yeah. a, that's a different yeah. ball game, you know, <laughs> mobile and suicidal is not good, but that's what they are at two. It, Running. Yes. yes. Like, is that stairs? Whoa. And so that gets better. You know, I don't know if you'll add to the family, but what, like our youngest is five. So now I'm getting that time back. Mm. So it's, mm-hmm. I think it's just a stage of where you guys are for sure. Sure. So you are saying you feel like as a business owner, you can escape. Yes. Okay. I so used to possible. take my computer home and work until 2 a.m., three, four nights a week. Now my computer doesn't go home with me. So I'm still thinking about Big stuff. Wins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm still like writing down notes at 3 a.m. when I have ideas, but I don't need to do that anymore because now I can do that idea creation here, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I'm trying to get better at it. I, I'm in the right now reading the book life and air okay you guys what is it life and air instead of like a millionaire millionaire. but life yeah 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 Um, okay got it so it's like a really simple book kind of like when you're building your business how can you like do the thing that you're doing you're building the business for like i see which is your life yeah how do you do that now instead of 10 15 years from now yeah that's that's sounds really interesting yeah yeah i want to read it Tell us the cliff notes. <laughs> yeah, no, it's this guy. It's this dad who's like never home. He works all day long, seven days a week. And his wife like almost wants to get a divorce. Yeah. Because, and then he runs into this guy at a coffee shop who starts like putting a little uh, note in his head, you know, like of having a prosperous life instead of just making a ton of money or like kind of, you know, going from debt to making more money and then you're not actually making more money yeah. or something living well mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah so yeah thankfully i'm pretty lazy when i'm not at work so <laughs> it's easy for me to balance that out you might be lazy and stationary i don't which you're not that stationary i don't feel you're chasing. too much <laughs> but your brain <laughs> is like a little yeah, well, like yeah the brain work is hard. When you have Byron. it, my CPU can never be at zero. CPU. It's always my central processing unit. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's like I a computer. Yeah, um, it's like the 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 guts of a computer. It's like you know, it does a lot of the big work and like figures out the big problems. Yeah. That's why I think I listen to those stories. They're entertaining, but it keeps us occupied so much so that it pulls me away from these other things that ultimately I can't fix unless I'm actively working on them. So all I'm doing is stressing myself out. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, there has to be an action for me to take to solve the problem. But if I'm just sitting there worried about it, you know, like then I just stress myself out. Mm. And, yeah, And then you get nowhere. And I was so stressed out the other week. I was, I experienced vertigo for the first time Whoa. from stress where from like stress. I was oh. walking around and like, I was like, whoa, I'm going to like fall over here. It legitimately feels like the floor is moving. I asked someone I was with, is, is the floor moving? And I, I was dead serious. And um, I had this big like speaking thing. That's why I was so nervous. But um, I realized I don't want to do things like that anymore. You know? <laughs> so, that wasn't it. <laughs> right. So when you learn your limits, I think it's, it's good. But you guys are, mm-hmm. you're young, you have kids, you know, young kids. So you probably don't sleep very well. Like. All that stuff is just. Do you sleep well? Uh, no. Some okay. <laughs> some nights. Yeah, that all gets better. I promise, it all gets better, and it becomes like yeah. a healthier balance. But you guys are in in it 
right now. Oh, yeah. 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 You guys are doing awesome, though. Hey, thanks. Uh-huh. Do you talk, I'm sh- I mean, I know that you talk about this, but how do you, as a couple that run a business together, come up with your definition of success as a whole and both as like individuals that you are? That is a great question. We, I feel like recently sort of started tackling that because we were taught, and I don't think we have an answer yet. Doesn't seem mm-hmm. like well, I think like even before we bought the goodness, the point was time together and we wanted to be with our son more and uh, the time together. And like we have the time together now. We get to work like every day together. And what were you going to say? I just, I don't, I wasn't going to say anything. I was mm. just going <laughs> to you. <laughs> she needs time well, to think about a good answer. Yeah. She wants you to go first. Yeah, <laughs> well, and I think, like, the defining success, like, we have both talked a lot, like, recently about the game is the fun part, so I feel like it won't, like, really stop, but it might slow down or whatever, or it might mm-hmm. transition into something else, but we both enjoy this process, I think, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, like, I feel like I'm looking forward to the day when I don't have to be on the schedule, like behind the bar as much, but I still want to be involved in it and seeing it grow and seeing what else we're going to do with it. I also just kind of like what the life on air thing and this question, we know that we don't want to be 20 years down the road, sort of still in the grind. Hunchbacked. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe like, Uh uh-huh more money in the bank or something like that, but not really feeling like, and maybe we have 10 trailers, maybe we have 20 trailers and we're like, still like, it's not enough. We want to, we want to be able to like let ourselves be like, this is enough. And we're still going to play the game. We're still going to have fun at the game, but we don't have to like, we don't have to double this. Achieve a certain amount of growth and yeah, yeah, continue Pushing that needle further and further for what reason, right? Like that's why, yeah, that's why I was curious to hear about how you guys define success. It sounds like it would be hard for you guys because you're still in the like grind of it. It's hard to have big structured goals when you're still in it. Mm -hmm. You almost need to like, it sounds like you're getting there. Like we get to the point where I'm now, my job as the business owner for you guys would be like, now my job is to not make lattes. Every latte I make is bad for the business mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. someone else has to be paid to do that because I have other strategy things that I have to do. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like you're like getting to that point. And once you get there, it's such like, it's like all of a sudden you can breathe. Mm-hmm. Like all of a sudden it's this other work is getting done. I don't have to do it or even tell anyone to do it. You know, right. that's happening. So now I get to like really dig in on like, the business strategy part and what's next and what could we get into? And maybe it's rentals then maybe it's something else, you know, like that's to me, like the, when you can finally make those big goals. Otherwise your goal right now is like, do we make money today? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Survive. You know, do we make money this month? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but once that like machine starts going and it sounds like you guys have like good system building processes, you know, um, <laughs> you're figuring it out, yeah, you know, figuring it out for sure. Yeah, I think 
it's it's a hard balance because you want to have a really big goal, but then I also don't want to sell us sell ourselves short. It's such a yeah. such a strange mm-hmm. thing because mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, if we set it and said like, all right, well, if we have ten locations, then we've made it. But then I'm I'm thinking. Maybe maybe we want more than that. Maybe we could say we've made it at that point, but maybe we don't stop there. So it's it's a hard maybe we're successful and yet we're not done. I don't know. And I so I don't really know what our answer is. Yeah, it's like how do you build the machine <laughs> to just keep doing the work for you so that you can like do less and less, but it's still just kind of moving forward. The hardest one you're gonna build is the first one. Mm-hmm. And you're mm-hmm. in it. And so once you build the first one that's what that's like what I'm thinking about too. Anyway, once you build the first one, which is you're starting from scratch, you know, yes, and you don't know half of the terms you're supposed to know, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like you've built that first one, you're like oh my gosh, okay, it's been three years, and like we're paying ourselves and we're profitable, and we only work eight hours a week behind the you know counter, mm-hmm. and you're like oh this is replicatable, you know, then you're like oh yes, could I do eight hours behind a different counter? And how, if we were starting all over again at a new location, how would we do it better? Then it's the goodness Alexandria or then it's mm-hmm. the goodness, whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. And, but I do think made it as a, is a fantasy. Mm-hmm. I think it's a myth. Mm-hmm. I think made it is, it's easy to look at someone else and say that they've made it, but I don't, I don't meet anybody that says that they've made it. And then I talked to this guy that just sold his business to Coke, K-O-C-H, like the, Coke. one of the largest privately owned um yeah yeah yeah. uh businesses in the world and he walked away with you know an eight-figure check and he's like that's his response it's like i i don't know what to do now yeah i'm like dude you made it you know (laughs) he's like ah now what am i yeah because that's not it no Mm -hmm. i don't i think made it is a is a yeah is a like i don't know i I don't know what it is then. I don't know when you win. I don't know. Maybe, but I pushing for made it. I don't know. I don't think people yeah. get happy doing that. Nope. You know? Yeah, yeah. you want to feel successful along the way, but not have to be done or something. I think it's like you build enough of a stable system. Now you're not worried about making money every month. Now it's, we know we're going to make this much money this year. How could we open another one that does it just like that? You know, then that becomes the thing. And um, I don't know. I feel like we're we're three years old, four years old, and you guys are two years old. Mm-hmm. It's like we're pretty close yeah. to the same. There's a lot of similarities yeah. in feelings and like struggles, <laughs> pain points. <laughs> I'm just so jealous of people that, you know, they, not jealous. That's not the right word. <laughs> I was like. But like, think about you, think about building generational wealth for your family, you know? And someone that already has that, they're born into it. And um, I don't know. It's got to be hard to start. And I'd like to think you guys are starting that, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. We just like have talked about wondering how far could our son go if we like can get him. Exactly. You know? Yep. Mm -hmm. Like how much further could he take the goodness if he wanted to? Right. If we like get the ball rolling. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a pretty big lofty goal. I know. <laughs> he's just sitting at home, yeah. not yeah. knowing what's in store. <laughs> yeah. I guess he's not just sitting at home, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> that's the that's also, you know, another life 
life and entrepreneurship cross is we're building this huge thing, but I don't know. Maybe Asher won't even want it. Yeah, I don't know. But then at the same you, time, yeah. it's it's applicable to all kinds of things. Yeah, learning how to do something from scratch can be, you know, applied to anything that he would want to do. So right. if he sees us doing that, then yeah, maybe he'll do something totally different. But then he like believed he could do it because we did it yeah you're teaching them the power of the pursuit sort of mm-hmm. like whatever that thing might be that yeah. he really wants to try or mm. go it's do such a gift it's such a gift yeah. i think to to kids mm-hmm. for sure well thank you guys yeah thank for doing you. this this was fun thanks for just being honest and yeah. open and yeah. sharing all of all of the things with us we appreciate it it's a therapy session for us too <laughs> Anytime. Always is. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, this would not be. We can't just end like that. Now I'm realizing. So, if people want to follow. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is the important stuff here. Yeah. People want to follow you guys, find out more about the goodness, figure out where the heck they can find your your mobile coffee truck, coffee trailer. What do, what do they do? Goodness, it's Goodness Coffee Company on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. All three of those. And our website is downtowngoodness.com. You can find our email there, phone number. General Google will find it as well. <laughs> sure. Goodness Coffee House. Yeah. Awesome. Well, good luck, guys. Keep us posted. Thank, yeah, you. thank you. April 1st, you said? <laughs> we'll be the first April 1st, yeah. you'll be here. <laughs> yep. Where are you parking? Um... That like oval parking lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 By the flags and stuff. Yep. Mm -hmm. Deal. Like really right down the steps from us. Mm -hmm. That's going to be dangerous. (laughs) (laughs) Fridays are going to be a buzz for me. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be fun. Yeah, it is. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it's cool. It's like an in and out kind of thing. It's a drive through window. So you don't even have to get out of your car. People just swing in, swing out. So, so I'll have to get my car over there. Go <laughs> back around. Yeah. You can walk up to. The I will. Okay. I'll be walking up. It better freaking be nice enough to do that. <laughs> we will be walking regardless. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you guys. Yep. Thank you. Yeah.